Perek Yud Aleph Mishnahim. Kohenes Shnis Arab Volada. If you have the child of a Kohen's wife who got mixed up with Vlad Shivchasa with the child of a slave woman. So you have a woman who is a Kohen's wife and a woman who is a slave woman, and they each have a child that got mixed up. So we don't know which one is a slave and which one is a Kohen. So what happens now? They can both eat Truma. Because even the one who's not a Kohen, the child of the slave woman, is allowed to eat Truma, because the slave of a Kohen is also allowed to eat Truma. But but when they come to the threshing floor, they only receive one portion. What's going on with this? Because the sages decreed that even though a Kohen slave could eat Truma, but he can only receive a portion when he's in the presence of his master, because otherwise people are going to mistake this person, this slave, to, of being a Kohen, and they're going to permit him to marry a Jewish woman. Therefore, they'll only give him Chuma when it's together with his master, and therefore they'll realize that he's a slave. So in our case, in our mission over here, when one of the children is a slave and the other is, a, is, is his master, so then both of them have to be present in order to receive the portion of Truma at the threshing floor. Mishra continues, the Anon Metamin Lemesim. They're both not allowed to become Tamei uh, with contact with the corpse because a Kohen is not allowed to become Tamei. And over here you have these two boys. One is a Kohen and one is not a Kohen. We don't know who is who. So you have to be stringent. And neither of them is allowed to become Tamei through, through contact with a dead person. The Anosin Nashim. Neither of these boys, the one who's, who's well, we don't know who's who, but neither of the boys can get married to anybody. Why? Whether the woman is kosher, meaning a regular woman who is fit to marry a regular Jew, or to marry a woman who's unfit to marry a regular Jew. Why? Because there's no woman who's permitted to be both married to a Jew and to a slave. So since we don't know for each boy, we don't know each boy who they are. If it's a Kohen or a slave, they can't marry anybody. Does the mission further? Higdilu hata rovos. Let's say these mixed up children grew to adulthood. And now they freed each other. In other words, let's say we have, we don't know, from these two boys, we don't know who's, which one's father is the Kohen, who is the master. But let's say he died, the Kohen the, the dies, and now he leaves over his son and this slave. We don't know who's who. So whoever is the son, He'll inherit his father, and then he's going to own the other boy who was the slave. So what happened was, whoever was the Kohen, the new owner, freed the other one. So they each freed each other because they don't know which one's the slave and which is the Kohen. So now again we have these two boys, but now they're both Jewish. They're definitely Jewish because they're, they're, they're freed. And the status of a slave who's freed becomes now uh, Jewish. So we have these two Jews now, but one's a coin, one's not a coin. So they have to continue with the stringencies of perhaps one of them is a coin. No sin, noshim, They both marry women, but only those fit for the kuna to marry a coin. Because again, one of them is a coin. So if each one is possibly the coin. Vein and mesim, and they continue to not be able to become a contact with a mace because one of them is a coin. Then nitmu but if they become tummy even intentionally, deliberately, they're not going to get malchus, the punishment of 40 lashes, which comes to a coin who intentionally had um, became tummy. 
But the reason is because each one can claim I'm not the coin. Therefore, you can't punish me on the suffer. You can't punish me on, 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 on a questionable violation. Not a good mission continues like this. Before they were freed, they were both allowed to eat truma because even the slave of a coin could eat truma. But now that they're freed, we said, now we said no one can eat truma anymore because one of them might be, because one of them is a coin, but one of them is a regular Jew who's a Yisrael, who's considered Yisrael and not a coin. So therefore the mission continues, they continue to, not, now they cannot eat truma any, anymore. If they did eat truma, then they do not have to pay the principal back, I mean the value of the truma, plus the chomish, plus an additional fifth. In other words, when a non-Kohen eats truma by mistake, he has to give a Kohen, any Kohen he chooses, the amount of the produce, that's the Karen, plus a penalty of a fifth. So what happens? In our case, each of the each of them is exempt from, is exempt from this payment if he ate the truma, because each one can claim that he's the Kohen. And you can't prove that the truma wasn't really rightfully his. And we have a concept called Amotzi Mechavel of Araya. When it comes to monetary issues, we say that if you want to take money from somebody, you have to prove that you're that you're in the right. And therefore each one can claim that I'm I'm the coin. And therefore you, we can't we can't go ahead and penalize them for eating truma. And they don't receive a portion of truma by the threshing floor because they're forbidden to eat truma, like we like like we learned above. But they can sell to a coin the truma that they separated from their own produce, and the money from the sale belongs to them. They don't have to give it to, they don't have to give the money to a coin. Because a coin himself, even though the only one who can eat truma is a coin, but a coin himself has to separate truma from his produce, but then he can eat and, and but he could go ahead and he can keep it for himself because it because he's a coin so in our case over here we're we have a, we have a question with kohanim over here so again they have to separate truma from their own produce but they're not required to give this truma to a definite coin because again each one could argue each one could tell the, the definite coin that proves that i'm not a coin and then you could take the truma since no one can ever make such a proof like that, that that his are def, that no coin can come and claim that it's definite coin. Therefore, this, this the, these fellows here can keep it in their own possession over here, and therefore, they, of course, they can't they cannot eat the truma because someone is not sure that it's a coin cannot eat the truma. But he could come along now and he can sell it and benefit by keeping the money for himself. That's what these two fellows can do. Now we're going to speak about the kachim. Now they don't receive a portion in the Kachi HaMikdash, in the sacrifices of the temple. In other words, we know that the Kahanim, they receive the hides from the offerings that are, that are given to the Kahanim who serve in the temple. But since they can't prove that they're a Kohen, they're not going to be able to receive them. They ain't no land Kachim, and we don't give them sacrifices to offer in the base of Mikdash in the temple, because since one of them is a non-Kohen, it is forbidden to perform the sacrificial service. But we don't remove their own sacrifices. For example, let's say a Bechor offering. We don't take it away from him to give it to, um, uh, to give them to a Kohen because each one can claim that he's a Kohen. In other words, when it comes to the Bechor, which is a firstborn male of sheep, goats, or cattle that's born in someone's flock, that, that animal is called the Bechor, the firstborn. So it has to be given to a Kohen. But in our case, we can't force these two fellows to give up the, that firstborn because each can claim that he's a coin. 
and therefore the Bechor is to keep. The Mishnah continues now. They're also exempt from the obligation of giving the foreleg, the jaws, and the cave or the stomach of kosher animals to a Kohen. In other words, when you go ahead and you bring an offering, the obligation of a non-Kohen is to give these three things, the foreleg, the jaws, and the stomach, to the Kohen. And these two people do not have to do that. But each one can claim that he's a Kohen. And in this situation, they could even eat it because even though you have an obligation to the Kohen, but it's not it, it's not only for Kohen to eat. Anyone's allowed to eat it. So therefore, they'll even be able to eat it. But the khurs, the case of the Bechur is going to be complicated. Because we just said that he doesn't that the we just said that when it comes to the firstborn animal, they can hold on to it because they can claim that they're a Kohen. But the problem is is that anyone has a Bechur animal, he would have to give it to the Kohen, and the Kohen would bring it as an offering and eat its meat. But over here, in our case over here, we have a problem. Why? Because it's possible that he's a Kohen. Since it's possibly a Kohen, we can't force him to give it to a definite Kohen when it comes to the Bechur. But he can't give it to a definite Kohen to offer it for him on condition that that he's going to go ahead and eat the meat. Why? Because if it's a non-Kohen, a non-Kohen is not allowed to eat the meat from a Bechor, as opposed to those those other three things, the Zro, the Chaim, and the Kev, that a non-Kohen can eat. But here the Bechor is not going to be able to eat it. So what could he do? He can't force him to give it to a Kohen, but you can't tell him to give it to a Kohen and give him back the meat. So the only thing you could do is, Michigan tell us, is that the owner should leave the animals to graze until it develops a mum, a disqualifying blemish, and then it can be slaughtered in a normal manner, and anybody is allowed to eat the meat in that situation, even non kohen That's what the Mishra says over here. The animal should be left to grace from each of these two fellows, the, 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 the one who is a slave and one's a, well, not, not a slave, I mean, he's freed. The one is a coin and one is a Yisrael. They should let the anim, their, their firstborn animals graze until it develops a disqualifying, disqualifying blemish. And then it can be brought as a regular offering and they can go ahead and then they can eat it. Like any owner can eat it. It comes out from this Mishnah that we're giving, we're placing upon each of these two mixed up sons. One is the the Kohen and one is Yisrael, we're placing upon them, but no single place of Allah placing upon them Chumr Kahanim, the stringencies of being a Kohen, the Chumr Yisraelim, and the stringencies of being a Yisrael as well. Now, the Rab brings from the Gemara that this phrase at the end over here is coming to include even more, more stringencies. What would that be? That would be concerning the Mincha offering, the flower offering. That one, let's say, one of these brings in the base of in the temple. Now, when the mincha is offered by a non-kohen, what happens is a small portion is called a komets that's removed from the offering and it's offered on the altar, and the remainder of it is eaten by kohanim. Now, the mincha offering of a kohen is not eaten at all; it's completely burnt on the mizbeach on the altar. Now, in our case, where one of these fellows brought this mincha, it's not known which of them is a kohen. So their mincha offerings now have two two stringencies now. Why? Because you must have a portion removed from them, because like a Yisrael brings a mincha, you remove that comates, you remove a portion. So you have to remove a portion. But the remainder has to have the stringency, and the remainder can't be eaten either. It has to be burnt on it has to be burnt on the altar also, because maybe he's a coin. So therefore, you have to remove the you have to remove the small portion, and that's brought onto the altar. 
and you have to do that because he might be Yisrael. At the same time, you have to go ahead and you have to burn the remainder because he might be a Kohen. So that's what it means by the mission over here that we place the stringency of him being a Kohen and Yisrael.